The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Hello, welcome to it. Monday night edition of Sports Day. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here. How are you, Satsy? Bit crook over the weekend, I hear. Yeah, I was. Well, I tested positive to COVID on the Thursday, no, Friday morning, about three o'clock. And then... At three o'clock, what, were you just getting home or something? I just couldn't sleep. I felt terrible. So I got up and just did a test. I said, I'll be right. And then I tested positive. So I went Friday, Saturday, Sunday, oh. tested at <laughs> lunchtime, sort of about, yeah, lunchtime today, and I was negative. There so, you go. There you go. So I was pretty ordinary for about two and a half days. It's going through everyone. Mm. If well, ha- it was literally going through me. Well, yeah, it's um, there's there's the super one that's it's COVID mm. and gastro combined. Yes. It's awesome. It's, <laughs> you know what? And I'm the one who sounds the sickest, <laughs> and I didn't have COVID. Mm. My miso ha- has it had it. Yeah, that's questionable. What? Well, I've got everything else <laughs> but COVID. Hey, hello to our new naming rights partner to the show, Nutrient Ag Solutions, going further for Australian farmers. This is the sort of gear you're going to hear on the show. So Mm. uh, thanks for joining us. They're great people who service all our regional farmers. Thanks for coming on board today. A really good mate of mine uses their products, I've got to say. Yeah, nice. Out at uh, Mill Merrin. Yeah, good. Yeah. Jeez, haven't they had... Mill Merrin, beautiful people out there. Yep. Wonderful part of Western Queensland. But it's, it's either... Fathom or feast, isn't it? Well, he rang me and he said, oh, I'll come out around sort of January, February when we're all got a little bit of green about us. And then he rang me a week later and said, um, we've got the fire heading toward us, towards us. Oh, no. Oh, God. But you know what? They wouldn't have it any other way because they're pretty important. They know how important they are too. Well, I went out there about Farmers. three or four, four years ago with yep. my daughters. We did a toy, um, toy, a toy, run. toy run and got presents for kids. Yep. In that area, but we bought the presents in the local area, so the money stayed in the community. Yeah, good idea, great idea. And we went to Moomera, and we were just devastated. Yeah, you know what was happening with families there. And then I see on the news last week they're all flooded now. Mm. It's unbelievable. Hello to our listeners out there through uh, listening through uh, all sorts of areas out there through Kingaroy and and all that. So hello to you guys. Um, what have we got on the show? Uh, plenty. You and Andrew uh, McCulloch last week. Yes, Thursday. Had a chat to uh, the great New South Wales assistant coach, John Cartwright, who also dabbles in a bit of assistant coaching at the Bronx Hmm. as well. He's going to join the show tonight. Chris Nelson, I don't know whether we've talked to him, but, you know, his tips are horrible. You had a bad run on the weekend. Everyone did with him. Hmm. Oh, you've got to have one week off. Okay, so what's the explanation for the last six? (laughs) Seriously. The good on our for Cobram Estate, a premium Australian extra virgin olive oil. By the way, can I just say, Yeah. last night I did Portuguese chicken mm-hmm. with Kifla potatoes smothered in Cobram Estate olive oil. My God. Which one? Just the regular? Yeah, just the regular yeah, one. I like the chilli one. Well, it's not regular. Let's not call it regular. No, it's but nice. like just the yeah. original. Yeah. You can really taste the difference. Mm. Well, the chilli you can if you like can a little you? bit of bite. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay. Well, I thought it might have been over the top with the Portuguese chicken. <laughs> You know what I mean? So, uh, Mitchell Johnson has taken aim at Dave Warner. I mean, um, arguing that Warner doesn't deserve a farewell test series due to his role in Sandpaper Gate. Yeah, I missed him. I don't think he deserves it because of his stats. Not not because of Sandpaper Gate. That's five years ago. Yeah, I think. move on. Yeah, but Get over it. But you know what? I I I. He's only saying what everyone's thinking, right? 
Yeah, and I've got to say, um, this is in his opinionated piece, Mitchell Johnson, of course, the former great fast bowler for Australia, in his opinionated piece in the Western Australian uh, publication. Now, when you go from a player to working in the media, you've got to have an opinion. You can't sit on the fence all the time, and sometimes you're going to upset some former teammates, and they did play together, David Warner and Mitchell Johnson as well. Many are thinking some of the com- comments he's made. Now, some of the comments are based around, like you said, Jace, he feels as though he shouldn't have been picked in the 14-man squad with the upcoming tests against Pakistan starting next week. And that based on his statistics and his numbers, that he shouldn't be given a farewell test in the third test at the SCG against Pakistan. Now, I think it's fair to say that based on the numbers, he's right. Absolutely. And a player, doesn't matter how good you've been for your country, your club, you shouldn't get to... I suppose, pick and choose the the times that you should be selected. But I thought he went a little bit too far. His numbers, he's right. Based on his averages over the last couple of years, I think he's under 30. It's 26. Yeah, 26, which is poor. 36 innings, and that includes that double ton. Double ton. Now, what we do know is that David Warner usually isn't that bad on Australian wickets. He's pretty good. Terrible in England, where there's a lot of movement. He slaps outside off, always gets caught in the slips uh, or drags it back onto his stumps, whatever it may be. But he's usually not that bad on the Australian pitches. I, I think where Mitchell Johnson probably went a little bit too far is when he questioned the integrity of George Bailey, head of selectors, saying, well, he's too close to the players. Well, if he is, you need to back that up with some factual evidence. You can't just well, say it. There is some. Well, he needs to, he needs to say why. You can't just throw it out there. And you've got to remember also that Mitchell Johnson had a bit of a run-in with Dave Warner's wife in the media uh, throughout 2023. It was based on, based on Candace Warner saying that Mitchell Johnson uses Dave Warner's name to, to get headlines. And Mitchell Johnson saying, Candace Warner, your support of your husband is cringeworthy. So there is a little bit of a personal, a, a bad personal relationship here with the Warner and Johnson family. Um, ironic, ironic that... Candace says that when she's using her husband's name. Oh, exactly. 100%. Publicity. Just, yeah. 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 So he also talks about what's the legacy going to be for Dave Warner. Uh, like when Steve Waugh, when his last test, everyone waved the red, the red hankies, which he was famous for, carrying the same red hankies. And everyone will be going to Bunnings and buying sandpaper. Mitch, it's a little bit childish. I mean, I think you need to probably grow up a little bit there because everyone. I think a lot of people have moved on from that. I don't think. I don't think people will be there to support Dave Warner. There'll be a section of the crowd. Absolutely, there Dave will be, Warner. Yeah. Dave Warner in, is not that popular for whatever reason. I don't know what it is. Mm. I don't care either way. But he's not that popular. He has been. A, he has been a great player for Australia. But he's polarizing, but, mate. Well, I, I think some of the comments of his wife also. You said that, not guilty. Me. Yeah, but that sometimes Scott becomes Sattler. guilty by association. Yeah. But based on his article, I've got to say 60% of it, he was right. But I do believe he should have been at least, at worst case scenario, picked in the 14-man squad and then work your way and through that, it there. Well, there, and then let the captain and coach work out who's starting 11. But yeah. he deserves yeah. to be in the 14. Okay. What do you reckon? 0457 736. 736 is our text number. Cobram Estate, the good oil, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil. Grain harvested and first coal pressed in Northern Victoria. Johnny Cartwright, next on Sports Day. Cartwright, nice ball. Beautiful for Clyde. Clyde, Clyde, Clyde. Oh, they're in. The Blues draw first by 
Oh, he had one of the one of the great round the corner passes. And Mackie, you were saying off here, one of the great head slammers of all time as well. Well, that's a rumor getting around the club a lot of times. How good of a head slammer he was. Alf reminds me all the time <laughs> what he used to do to him. So, um, yeah, he certainly um, he did did some good things out there, big Johnny Cartwright. And also named today as an assistant to Michael Maguire in the New South Wales Blues. And we have him on the line for Sports Day. How are you, Cardi? Uh, good afternoon, boys. Yeah, a bit warm up here today. And so is, is Alfie right? Was, is that part of your game? Was it the head slam or? Oh, he's probably talking about when we got home from uh, <laughs> having a few beers together and wrestling in the hallway, mate. That's, that's he probably deserved it like too, Well, mate, you know how hard he is to catch, Macca. So when you get the chance, you, you don't. I've probably had one chance in, in uh, 30 years of knowing him. So I probably took advantage of it. I was at a function last Saturday at the Gold Coast races and Alf was sitting behind me and someone said, do you want to go over and start having a drink with Alfie? I said, I've never done it. I've been warned about it. I'm not going anywhere near him. So... <laughs> no, he's not, he's not too bad in the, in the public setting. When you get him in those private settings, yeah, you've got to avoid him at all costs. So I've heard from a little birdie and his name rhymes with Andrew McCulloch. <laughs> uh, that you're wearing a knee, a knee guard round, Cardi. What's happened there? Oh, mate. I'm slowly breaking down. Uh, so, so I, I was just uh, just actually just going up a set of stairs and uh, it was like somebody just sniped me, shot me uh, in the knee and I, I just went and got me a bit of a scan done and apparently I've, I've snapped a little bit of uh, kneecap away so it's a bit of bone plate around in there so I've got, I've got to go and get it fixed at some stage because I'll be it is it feels alright then you anyone that's had it you blokes have probably had them you just walk mm. along and all of a sudden it's like you uh, yeah somebody shoots you in the leg hey mate Cardi talk to us a bit a little bit about the you know the new role within New South Wales assistant coach mate how long has this sort of been brewing for yeah, you mate congratulations and, too yeah it's congratulations awesome. uh, yeah you know, it's a big thanks boys it, 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 it's a, it's a great honour, and I've really got to thank the club for uh, allowing me to do the role. I think everybody realises how big um, State of Origin is, and, it's, and and you do go in there and learn. You know, like I, I look forward to going in, and I haven't done it for a while, but going in and working with a, a different set of players, and a, you know, it's the best of the best, and there's there's coaches, and you know, the, there's a lot you can you, you keep your eyes open. There's a lot you can learn from, and that's you know, that's a, that's what I'm really looking forward to. Oh, look, when when um, Freddie decided that he wasn't going to um, re- well, go ahead with the job this year, I just I know Dave Trodden pretty well. I just said gave him a call and, and said, look, mate, I don't know what the process is, but I'd, I'd certainly be interested um, if you know you were looking for a coach. And sort of long story short, um, it was a pretty reasonably quick thing. Madge was. Uh, in for the job as well. Uh, they, he rang, rang me back and said, look, the board's made a decision um, that, you know, they're not going to go your way, but they'd like you on, on the staff. And oh, it's a, look, it's a great honour, mate. I, I, you two boys have been uh, at that level and you just know how exciting it is. And, you know, when I, when I got officially got told I got the job, you know, I sort of really just excitement was the first thing I felt just to think about being involved again at that level. Mate, you talk about it, you'd been a little while out of the game in New South Wales. Off the top of my head, was that when Sticky was a coach? How long ago were you involved in the New South Wales Rugby League? Mate, I've had a few few uh, uh, different goes at it, mate. I, I worked with Phil Gould um, through a series. I worked with 
uh, Sticky through a series. Um, and then I worked with Laurie uh, in 2017. I uh, yeah had, had a, a go with uh, Laurie at that stage. So, but I worked with three different coaches, uh, all New South Wales legends for different reasons. Um, and uh, I, I think, I don't know what sort of, I'm not having been around the last few series, mate, what, you know, I don't know what the feel for the camp was, but I, I certainly know what the feel for a camp, a winning camp is. And I've, you know, but like I say, I've been very lucky to work under three uh, New South Wales legends who, who totally understand, you know, you know what Origin is about. Now, um, Cardi, uh, when it comes to uh, talk about being involved in Origin, I mean, Cardi famously got brushed by Sean Timmons when he kicked that winning field goal in two thousand. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Cardi went in to celebrate with him, and, and Timo just absolutely brushed him. Well, he's, he's never lived it down, Cardi. He's never lived it down. <laughs> no, um, knowing Sean, he wouldn't have done that on purpose. I yeah, wouldn't have thought yeah, to. Yeah. No, mate. But the sad side of that story was I, I copped a stray elbow from someone and got two black eyes on, on the back of it. Have you had much to do with Madge over the years, Cardi? Um, he's he's always been a uh, close friend with Laurie and Ricky, so I, I've known him for a fair while, mate. And then in the coaching game, you know what it's like. Yeah, you know he was he came back from Wigan, I think, and coached South. So you know you, you sort of you run past each other in the in the hallways. But he, he's always been a magical, just a really nice fella. Um, you know, I've never worked with him as a coach, and again, you know, part of that learning curve that I spoke about. Uh, you know, very successful coach. Uh, over the years, Madge, and just look forward to... I've had a few chats with him already, you know, about he's got some different ideas about how he wants to approach it. And, again, just sort of gets you exciting, starting to think, excited, starting to think about it. Mm. And mate, it's, it's, it's quite exciting when you hear someone like yourself who's been in the game for such a long period of time, and a lot of the young coaches out there listening should, you know, take that on board as how experience you are in the game is still willing to learn and to get a, a lot better in terms of coaching and what you can pick up from other coaches mate is there something you think you'd be able to bring back to the broncos and in, in terms of i don't know preparation or training methods you think you'd be able to bring back to kevy or knowing kevy won't want to know nothing to know about new south wales <laughs> you're dead right there he won't if it comes I'll, I'll just have to tell him it didn't come from <laughs> new south wales and uh, it, it is maca that's a, that's a, again it's a, what i'm looking forward to most is just uh, you know, the, the the game's been so good to me, but I want you know I'm not finished. I want to stay in it for as long as I can. And you know, if you if you stand still, everyone goes past you. So you know, I'm just really looking forward to the opportunity. And also, you know, Brett White, um, Matty King, they're not guys that I know that well, yeah, that have had successful playing careers and are, are coaches. You know, I've got no doubt of looking to be NRL head coaches one day. So it's a it's a it's a good group. I, I know that. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm really excited that uh, it's, it's still a fair way away, but you know, we'll meet as coaches pretty soon, and we'll we'll nail down a, a strategy, and hopefully, we can get a win. Now, Cardi, you're involved with the Queensland players, a lot of Queensland players at the Broncos on a day-to-day basis. Now, I remember reading and an interview on Craig Bellamy. He, he used to say that he found it difficult coaching against these Melbourne Storm Queensland players. Do you think you'll find yourself in the in the same scenario, seeing that you have been involved with a lot of Queensland players in recent years? I, it, it certainly wouldn't be easy, mate. You know, you, 
there's not the players that play on Origin. You know, people say, oh, you know what they're going to do, blah blah blah. They're, you know, they're there because they're the best. They don't have many weaknesses, so there's not there's not a lot to exploit. It's you know, probably as a head coach, it'd be a little bit different. You know, the, you know, when you're addressing players and, and emotions, can sometimes just start to creep into it. I suppose as an assistant, you know, your job is is just to more uh, sit back, be a little bit more relaxed, and, and keep things you know on an on an even curl. So. You know, you're not going to come out and, and sort of, you know, it is state of origin and there's no doubt you both sides are going in to win it. But I can understand where Craig would be coming from. It, it would be, and especially as an, an emotional type of guy as he, he is, it would be hard to, as you know, what coaches can say sometimes. They don't, uh, things come, don't come out quite the way you want them to. And, you know, you don't want to be talking about your own, mm. your own teammates or your own boys that you work with in, in that sort of manner. But, it's you know at the end of the day, mate. It's state of origin, um, and it's all about winning. You know, no one wants to know who comes second when, it, when state of origin is involved. No, I think you've got to be emotional as a coach. I think it's one of your, your great assets, Cardi. I think yourself spending a bit of time with you now. When you get the best players together at origin level, Cardi, and you've been involved at origin level heavily as a player and as an assistant coach as well, what stands out the most as a coach when you've got this group of players in front of you? Uh, it's the it's the basics, mate. That, that really stand out. It's one thing, you know, in the time that I have been involved. It, it's the basics, the catch, the pass. Uh, you know, the ability to be able to do it at speed. It, it's uh, just the attention to detail, the little extras that they do after training. You know, it's, it's there's no sort of magical thing there, mate. That's that's why it's, it's good for young players to get into those sort of camp situations and see what the real pros do. It's, you know, like nailing your, the kickers, nailing their kicks, the, the catches, nailing their catches, the, just the tiny little finer details that, you know, you, you talk about every day as a coach. But those, those guys that have gone to the next level, you know, they, they, they keep working on those basic fundamentals of the game. Mm. And, Cardi, can you give us a little bit of an insight of what approaching care to Kevin it was like for you? Was he giving you a blessing straight away or did he sit on it for a little bit? Can you talk us a little bit about that? No, mate, he was, he was really excited for me, actually. He, I, Kev's, he, like me, you know, thinks rep footy is a real opportunity to, to, to help your own club. As I spoke about, you know, going in and just seeing different things, how players prepare and learning. You know, you get to know players... Uh, from other clubs, it, you know, it certainly can help with you, with your recruiting at times. You know, when not that the the Bronx will be able to recruit at any time soon, but no. the, the amount of talent that it's sort of got coming through there. But you never know when it is going to um, come in handy. You know, I know with my time at the Titans, I got to meet Luke Bailey through a state of origin period and formed a bit of a relationship with him. And you know, that was the first guy we were able to sign um, when we started the Titans. Uh, so you know, just little things like that, mate. That they they certainly help. But the yeah, the, the top of the list is mate is just you know working with the best and and you know seeing how they go about their day to day stuff. Wasn't he an athlete, Bull Bailey, oh, Cardi? Oh, he he was freakish, mate. I, just some of the things he used to do at training. You know, he was he, a warrior. You know, he, he? he could do a time trial and he he run along at the back pushing guys who were struggling and then you know one lap to go he'd take off and, and win the time trial he was he was an amazing athlete uh, mm. big Wales yeah, big man, man too big man just look at the uh, Broncos the Broncos playing group what do you got there you got Adam Reynolds probably fair to say he won't play with Cleary there where you got Katoni Staggs um, Payne Haas he might be there he might be yeah, probably 
He might get picked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, Cardi. Yeah. <laughs> just wanted to uh, get you on to firstly say congratulations, yeah. mate. Really excited for you because not only you're one of the true gentlemen off the field, you're a great guy, but you're also a very good coach. And as us, as like Kevy is, we want to see uh, the best get to the best. So well done, mate. Yeah, congratulations, Cardi. Uh, thanks very much for the chat, boys. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yep, time to get into our Suncorp safe segment with the storm season arriving here in Queensland. It's well and truly here. It's important to be safe with Suncorp home resilience. Broncos back row Kurt Capewell's immediate future at the Broncos. Is it safe? No, it's not. And it's not a bad thing. Is because the Broncos haven't... Well, they can't guarantee him a contract for 2025 and beyond. So he's still under contract for 2024. And what we start seeing now with clubs is that if you've got one year to go and you've got another club that's willing to give you two or three years, well, the club, sometimes a club will say, yeah, well, we'll free up money because we've got good young players coming through. And, and because you've been a really good servant of our club, we're going to go allow you to get a, a longer term deal. So it looks as though that, even though that he visited the the Warriors training facilities while over there on a on a break, uh, I think it it's just a matter of time before there'll be an announcement that he'll that he'll, he'll start coaching uh, training with the the Warriors probably week before week before Christmas or into the new year. Mm. Um, but if if that's now open that they can't guarantee him and they'd be open to him leaving for twenty twenty four, which is not a, a blight on him as a player at all. It's just He's so highly regarded by the Broncos. They want him to be financially secure for a number of years, which they can't they can't commit to him. So I think there'd be other clubs that would be willing to enter the race if that's the case. What's he worth, Sats, a year? Well, at his age, his age, I think he's – I think he'd be about – Was he 31? Yeah, I, I don't think he'd be any older than that. He's 30. There you go. He's 30 and he's turning 31 halfway through next year. So he's got plenty of rugby league. He has had some injuries that – that hold him back a little bit from a mobility Is point about of view. six, seven hundred a year? Six hundred? Yeah, right. Yeah, I think so, which is it's a pretty good wage, isn't it? Yeah. It's a good wage. Well, New Zealand dollar's not too bad at the moment. Yeah, exactly. You know there's separate contracts, hey? Are they? There's an NRL player contract in New Zealand and an NRL contract for everyone else because of the currency. Didn't change. know that. Yeah, difference, yeah. Mm. So uh, I think there'd be other clubs that if they could fit him in the, into the salary cap, they'd be willing to take him on. Won a comp at Penrith two years ago, um, three years ago, was it? Now he's been at Broncos two years. Yep. And he's a tremendous club man, tremendous club man. So, yeah, but it seems as though the Warriors might get him. What do you reckon he's worth per year? Let us know, 0457 736 736. And is he a good pick-up for the Warriors? Uh, Get your home storm season ready with Suncorp. When we come back, uh, a sports update. Thanks to Irrigi here on Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back. And, of course, our new sponsor, Nutrien Ag Solutions, go further for Australia, going further for Australian farmers. Time to get a uh, sports update now. Uh, thanks to our great mates at Irrigear to save time and water. Irrigear is here. Wayne Bennett has put his hand up for the vacant Kiwi head coaching role after saying they know where to find me. Um, 
That's what he does, Wayne. But he puts he's put his hand up for every job, and he's still at the Dolphins. Well, I, I do love that he wants to keep coaching. I really do. I think he's going to be the sort of guy that he can never step away. When you're a coach at his elite level, you're always a coach. People say, oh, you need to step back into recruitment or maybe a general manager of rugby league. No, when you're a coach, you just want to be a coach. Yeah. He's going to be a guy that's going to die in the chair. Like, so, we'll just get a phone call one day or we'll read in the, in the paper one day that, that while coaching, he has passed away, Wayne, at the age of 93. Uh, but this Kiwi head coaching role, he has coached there be, before and they know where to find me is sort of his line to say, well, if it's open and they want to talk to me, I'll, they'll talk to me. But usually Wayne Wayne's modus operandi is that he that he works in the background. He he would have let New Zealand rugby yeah, league right. know that yeah, if the job is open, I'll be happy to talk about it. But if you know, if all the old boys of the ones that put pressure on New Zealand rugby league to say we need to have a Kiwi coach, you need to let Michael Maguire make a decision about that or origin. Well, they got what they wanted. If the New Zealand Rugby League now go back and say, well, we're going to entertain the idea of Wayne Bennett. But how can he great do Great for them, but they'll have egg on their face, I think. But, but how can he do it and coach the Dolphins next no, no, year? He, no, this is at the end of next year, I think. Well, who's going to coach them next year? I don't know. Because he wouldn't be able to do the Dolphins and the Kiwi job. Oh, no. With, well, th- that would be an absolute contradiction if he was allowed to do that. Yeah. So I mean, I get it. This is, this is actually a really good pos- – this is where the New Zealand Rugby League – they can be they can be quite staunch here and say no no we want to try and bring start to bring our own coaches through the system. Nathan Kalis would be sensational. He was part of the the coaching team of Michael Maguire. He would be the perfect transition for him to be the head coach. It's going to be a big test here for the New Zealand Rugby League to see whether they blink or not. Mm. Mm. What do you think? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six Wayne just retire. You're eighty odd. You've got enough money in the bank. Just go out to your farm. He loves his farm. Just well, Clearly not. He always wants to work. You know he doesn't do pre-season. Oh, he's a bit like Cam Smith, is he? No, he's like... Cam Smith never did pre-season. He's a little bit like the, the great boxing trainers. If they're getting ready for... A, their boxers are getting yep. ready for a fight in eight weeks. Don't they train. won't come in until probably the last three weeks. I like that. So Wayne basically doesn't do a lot of pre-season training. Right. His assistants look after everything. So Wayne's lazy. No, he's God. He's God. That's what That's it right. is. <laughs> Irrigear offers expert advice and better irrigation solutions. Save time and water. Irrigear is here. Break time. Uh, Chris Nelson joins us next. Time for a racing update for Racing Queensland. Racing action continues every day across the Sunshine State. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. Yeah, it wasn't a, a very good weekend uh, for some punters over the weekend. Racing uh, action continues every day across the Sunshine State. What's gambling really costing you? You know what is really – it's going to be great to celebrate this week. What? Gold Coast oh, Grass turf. Track. Yes. Opening this weekend. Yes, that's right. We'll talk. Yeah. To, let's talk to Chris Nelson about that. But should I mention the four tips he gave me on uh, the weekend? No good. Jase, I, uh, I – after Saturday, <laughs> I, I, I stood in front of the mirror and I looked at myself and thought, that is just not good enough. Mm. That was a woeful effort. Uh, I tipped a couple of horses against the Stars, Rothfire and, and Zoo Style, and I just thought that's just poor. Very, very poor. So, What about the other worry, three? I gave myself... What about the well. other three? They were, well, they didn't have the best of luck, but that's the way it goes. <laughs> no, Two of them didn't I anyway. didn't have the best of luck. 
that's no, it was um, it was a poor performance on my part. I need to lift my game, so you do. I'm, I'm taking full responsibility for not tipping Zoo Style or Rothfire. But there you go, not not good enough. What a performance though from Zoo um, Zoo Style. Zoo Style. What a, what a performance. Yeah. I mean, look, those two horses, they've got lengths on those others, and they did finish, what, almost three lengths in yeah. front of the rest of the field, and they uh, basically settled down and fought it out from the top of the straight. Zoo Style had five kilos on Rothfire, so Rothfire was very good also. Uh, he might run once more, and then he goes off to the King of the Mountain, which he's going to be a big chance in. So, yep, you stick with the class. And you know the other thing you need to stick with, guys? We've had six feature races so far during this carnival, and Tony Gollins won five of them. <laughs> so there you go. Jeez. Nice. Uh, what's on this week, mm. Nelson? Well, as you mentioned, Saps, a big day at the Gold Coast. Yeah. I'm looking at the nominations this morning. 201 nominations across the seven races, and I'm guessing that a fair number of those horses won't get a run because they won't want to be having, you know, big, big fields on the first day back. So we'll see what so happens Nelson, there, but good com- numbers. Compare yep. that to the nominations they would have got last week for the polytrack. Oh, you're probably looking at about 70, and oh. about 50 of them ran. Wow. That's it. Okay. So, yeah, they've been tiny, Jeez. the nominations on the poly. So this is much, much better, but... They do go back to the poly after this until they race the first week of Magic Millions Carnival, so early January. So all the following meetings after this will be on the poly. So okay. this is just a test this weekend to see how the track holds This is up. a test run. Right, yep, okay. this is a test run for sure. So big meeting there, of course, so plenty of interest there. Eagle Farm, we've got the running of the Gateway. Now, the winner of the Gateway, uh, the owners of the horse get a slot in the Stradbroke next year. So not necessarily the horse that wins the race, goes into the Stradbroke next year. The owners may pick another horse uh, and, and they do a deal with an owner there or another camp and get that horse in the Stradbroke. So it's a bit different this year or next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, the feel and ready for the uh, two-year-old Colts and Geldings, the Callaway Gal for the two-year-old Phillies and the Just Now and the Bribey. So some really good listed racing there as well at Eagle Farm on Saturday. Rockhampton, Toowoomba in the Twilight Zone, Sunshine Coast on Sunday. Just the one cup meeting non-tab this week and that's at Texas. Yes, trip. Mm. New South Wales border, Queensland, New South Wales border around there, isn't it? And out through Toowoomba there and yeah. going out towards sort of Roma that way, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So Texas Cup this week, guys. I used to go shooting in Texas. Oh, did you? Jeremy Schloss. There you go. Yeah. Is it true everything else is big in Texas? Like everything's That's big? That's what I was well, going to say. I'll tell you what, the roos and pigs were big. <laughs> were they? Then. Yeah, they were big. <laughs> it's a great part of Queensland. That's a big. Yeah. But it's right next to the border though, isn't it? It's out. Well, it's sort of, nah. Isn't Not really? It? No. Okay, no worries. You can't mm. see New South Wales. <laughs> Any? Okay, right here. All right, mate, listen, let's. Uh, you're on a uh, ban. Um, well, we've got to talk Why? to you, I guess. I don't know. You've... The tips are crap. Oh, the yeah. tips. <laughs> Last week, well, I, I did. I actually gave, uh, don't worry, you're not the only ones. Uh, Macca asked for some tips for the Sunny Coast yesterday. And I think I, I sent all seven races, three won, but the two specials didn't. So that's about <laughs> part of the course. <laughs> Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. Can we get your cat back onto the tips? Your cat's more successful. Yeah, probably more exciting. Yeah, you're not wrong. I'll see what I can do on Thursday. <laughs> okay, good. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Thanks, mate. Thanks, guys. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Not just Kia, but Nutrient Ag Solutions bring you Sports Day going further. 
for Australian farmers before we uh, wrap up. A bit of a, uh, a community update for you. Thanks to Firecoat. Be alert and prepared this bushfire season. No current bushfire warnings are in place uh, across Queensland, which is good. We have had a lot of rain. Jeez, it's hot. Mm. How hot has it been? Flies. Some, some The what? The flies. Well, that's a hygiene issue. <laughs> I haven't had any. All right, so you better look after that side of it. But um, I'll tell you what, 41 degrees in parts of Queensland mm. today. It's nuts. It's only just hit December. Yeah. So it's going to be a long, hot summer. Stay up to date at all bushfire warnings online with Queensland Fire and Emergency Service. Uh, visit qfest.queensland.gov.au. This community update, thanks to the new fire coat, the first paint proven to protect property in high-risk fire conditions. Available at Bunnings Warehouse, yeah. A paint that protects you from fire conditions. Yeah. I, well, I like it. I'd put it on your building, probably not yourself. Mm. Um, that would be my first yep. point of call. You didn't. Please tell me. I know you've been unwell. Yeah. But you haven't watched The Bachelor. Yeah, absolutely. First oh. night, last night. The reason why I'm watching this series is because Luke Bateman's on it, former Canberra Raiders player. He was actually a good little player, tough little forward, and he did his knee and it ended his career. So, but he's a country boy, Queensland country boy. and Goulburn? No, Queensland, Queensland country, country boy. Queensland country boy, yeah. And I've got to say, he is a good dude. Oh, he's a guy to have a beer with. Are you going to keep watching him? And there's a girl on there called Brie. Yeah. And she's a real goofy, um, real knockabout, loves a beer. I think she'll end up with him. What? There's a goofy girl on there? Yeah, Brie. Really? Mm. A one goofy girl? She's a little bit clumsy. She loves a footy. Yep. Rightio. That's who she'll end up with. All right. Can you do an update every night? Yep. I'm sure there's one person. One person would be interested in this update. Have a good one, Satsy. Uh, Going to go, mate. Three more sleeps until Big Bash. How exciting. I've actually forgotten about it. You can't. Well, I'm, cre- I'm a little bit cricketed out at the moment. No, you the can't. Be. We haven't and, even started. No, but through India and everything and waking up at different hours and staying awake, I'm a little bit cricketed out. I'll be there. I'll get there. Don't worry. All right. Well, Xavier Bartlett there. will be joining us tomorrow night from the Brisbane Heat. Yep. He'll good be bowler. Yeah, he is. Mm. Gold Coast boy. Yep. I believe another private school kid. Mm. Yeah, what's wrong with well, you? Well, a name like Xavier. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Of course it's a... We'll be back tomorrow night. Catch you then. See ya. See ya. Goodbye.